Hello, people. This is my first ever episode on Anchor. I realized that this is the time that I want to connect with the audience and get to people and be more comfortable with public speaking and share some of the thoughts that I have, which I have heard that from one-on-one uh, session with my friends or other people tend to be quite interesting. So I wanted to bring this to the rest of the world and get you guys to start listening. Um, and today, uh, the topic that we'll be talking about is called strengths in weaknesses. So basically, for example, a lot of time in our life, we think a lot of flaws or weaknesses that we have are the reason we give excuses that, uh, that these are the reason that we're not succeeding and doing things. But by the end of this talk, I hope that I'd be able to share some insight and shed some insights into getting you to know that, you know, sometimes people succeed not because uh not despite of their uh difficulties but rather in spite of these difficulties that they go through these difficulties are the one that shapes them and forms them and it's not just about uh you know going through tough times it can also become about physical disabilities and things like that so let me share you, uh, tell you a quote uh, which is very fa- um, very famous quote by the late bruce lee he says become like water my friend you must be shapeless formless like water even famous philosopher Sun Tzu in his book the art of the war has also urged us to become like water in order to be able to defeat our enemy now why did these famous people urge us to become like water when water has no shape of its own in our words it doesn't have a spine to stand on its own feet now yet to answer your previous question the reason they're saying this is because first of all when you pour water in a cup it becomes the cup it takes the shape of the cup when you pour water in a bottle it becomes the bottle when you pour water in a teapot it becomes the teapot water can drip and it can crash it has absolutely no shape of its own yet it is this very flawed characteristic of being shapeless is what causes water to flow and be nothing short of miracle if you are formless, the most penetrating spies will not be able to discern you or the wisest counsels will not be able to cal- do calculations against you. P- you are unpredictable. The water's formation avoids the high and the rushes to the low and it adapts to the ground when it's flowing. So when army formation adapts to the enemy to achieve victory, therefore an army does not have constant force or constant formation. And it is this unpredictability is what makes it's so invincible. It makes you invincible. Now, ladies and gentlemen, many times in our life, we look down upon ourselves because of our weaknesses. Our confidence is lowered and we feel we are not good enough because of our flaws. We feel we're not comparable to others, hence our self-esteem is shattered. Now, in the conventional theory, things like dyslexia is such weaknesses that you might not even wish upon your worst enemy. But after this talk, I, I hope at least that you might change your mind or even go to the extreme of wishing it upon yourself. Now, for many people, being dyslexic can hamper their potential. It, is not, it does not only affect academic achievement, but it can also sap their self-esteem and confidence or even the will to leave, right? Nadine Gabb, a dyslexia researcher at Harvard, explained that it might take you a while to learn to read. 
you read slowly and which then impairs your reading fluency, which then impairs your reading comprehension. And because you're so slow that by the time you are at the end of the sentence, you've forgotten what you've read at the beginning of the sentence. And that is so frustrating as a dyslexic child. So it leads to all these problems in high school or schools in general. It starts affecting all the other subjects in school. You can't read. How are you going to take exams for all the subjects that have a lot of writing in them? How are you going to take an exam in social studies or even law when it might take you an entire exam time to just comprehend what is the question even asking you? Now, David Boyce is a dyslexic child who grew up in Illinois and his mother would read to him when he was young and he would memorize the words that his mother read to him because he was dyslexic. Boyce went on from being a construction worker to the top of the legal profession. Boyce is a skill that helps explains why he is good at what he does and he is a superb listener. And the thing is, this, uh, this flaws or weaknesses actually make them work, make their life harder, but it also forces them to compensate for something that has take, been taken away from them in order for them to excel. Now, this is possible because what, of what researchers call compensation learning. Most of the learning that we do as normal human being is called capitalization learning, which is easy because it means being active in an activity that has become, uh, that has come to an individual naturally. And then there is this thing called compensation learning, which is hard because it requires someone to confront their limitation, get out of their comfort zone, and focus hard. Now, Malcolm Gladwell, the author of David and Goliath, says that dyslexia in the best case forces you to develop skills that might otherwise have lain dormant and i agree with gladwell um, that dyslexia does push people to use their god-given gifts more than a person who does not have dyslexia now it's not just about dyslexia alone even for blindness so recently i was watching a, a talk by someone who who is pretty short but he's really really intellectual and because people have heard about his intellect and his wisdom there's this blind lady who wanted to meet him and when they met the blind lady was saying you know you're a lot shorter than i expected you to be and he was puzzled he was like how do you even know what my height is you can't even see and she said like you know i expected your voice to come from here showing her the height of the place where she expected it to be but i'm seeing the voice is coming from almost my own height so this is the things that happens she has compensated her lack of sight with heightened sense of listening of hearing and now these are the things that we try to do to compensate your other senses another thing is courage often comes from experiencing tough times 67% of UK Prime Minister have lost a parent before they were 16, as were 12 out of past 44 US presidents, including George Washington and Obama. Likewise, creatives like Keats, Wordsworth, uh, Thackeray, they went through similar problems. 25% of them lost a parent by the age of 10, rising to 45% by the age of 20. The assumption is such a traumatic loss helped them build psychological strength as having survived the worst fear of life. It gave them the strength and courage to cope with rejection. And a heartbreak with the love of your life could be the most devastating fact of your life or it could propel you and push you towards success 
and put all your strength and all your concentration on that goal of your life that you have been procrastinating. And this is how a potential weakness can give us strength. And I believe that all its weaknesses, if we can harness it in the right way, I believe that all of us can reach, you know, magical state where we can achieve whatever we dream of achieving. We can go to the state where we want, we want to go instead of complaining and thinking less of ourselves. With that, I hope to see you guys for the next episode. Have a good time.